0: podcasting. And uh, I'm very sorry about that. But we're back. And you're welcome back to Save by the Spell. Uh, If you're new here, um, you know, welcome. (laughs) I'm not really good at this. Uh, It's so casual here. But anyway, I'm really excited to be back. And I'm extra excited about my guest today. Because you know, I'm not the best at having guests, right? I usually do this so spur of the moment, and it's not really planned. And then I also get really nervous about asking people to be um, on the show because I think, like, why do they want to do that, you know? Um, But I'm always so grateful, and I'm so glad that I had the cojones or the backbone to ask my guests today to join us because they said yes. (laughs) Um, So with that, some of you may be familiar with my guests because of their TikTok. Uh, On TikTok, they're JK Ultra and have amassed this like really uh, wild and uh, like amazing educational presence about all of the things you've always ever wanted to know about, but maybe we're too scared to talk to people or ask about. And I am just like so obsessed. But I know Jen from, I, I was trying to look at, the, the dateline, but we'll get to that. When I was a guest on their podcast on, uh, Carmody Central, I can't remember if it was 2016 or, um, but we'll get to that anyway. Hello, Jen. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad you're here. Hi,
1: Marcella. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for that that intro. You're so sweet. And this really does feel full circle, right? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it might've been maybe 2015, at least. At least. Yeah. Right. It's hard to tell with time anymore because time has literally changed. Right. It has (laughs) changed. Yeah. And I, I remember,
0: I have to say, I had done a couple of like, you know, uh, like random interviews and stuff, but your podcast being on your show, it was the first time and it's the first time I publicly talked about my connection to aliens. I never talked. I never felt comfortable. I was always scared. And um, now I'm, I'm in a support group and I'm part of a book that's going to be coming out about um, my experience or stuff. But I really attribute to being on your show. Um, that was the first time I felt like it was safe to talk to someone about aliens and even if we didn't like it was like just touching the surface I was still so scared um for so many reasons but so thank you for that
1: (laughs) oh my god I love that so much like first of all I'm excited for this book that you're going to be a part of that sounds really cool
0: oh my god right up my (laughs) app so the group just really quickly I I got involved with Ciro, which is close um a uh, encounters research organization. Um, Basically, it was like 2020, 2021. What happened was I had been in contact with this person, Yvonne, um, Yvonne Smith, who is a trauma hypnotist and experiencer therapist. And um, my friend, I have another friend, Bonnie, who's in Death Valley Girls, that band. We used to be in a band together. And Bonnie was always like, you need to talk to Yvonne. You need to talk to Yvonne. Right. And I, I, I just was too scared. Right. And then finally, I took the plunge um, and did some uh, hypnosis sessions with her for uh, remembering, because I had pieces of memories from when I was a kid, but. Um, the thing that furthered it along was I found my biological father and he has USO experiences and he's in some of those Pentagon documents, like Mm -hmm. where they like, Mm -hmm. so from the seventies and the eighties. So he's had those experiences and there's rumors that his grandmother, my great grandmother also had experiences because she was institutionalized. And a lot of Yvonne's work deals with families saying a lot of this stuff is family connected. So, Ciro has actually been around um, for, they're on their, this is their 30 year anniversary, and that's what this is coinciding with. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's
1: so wild. God, that's so cool. Um, (laughs) It's interesting that you say families because I don't know if we ended up talking about it on that podcast. It's hard to know who I've talked about it with, but my UFO experience when I was younger happened with my whole family. That's how, like, I know it was like a real experience is because everyone remembers the same thing happening
0: yes oh my goodness yes well yeah there's so many things like i could go on and on but like i just want to like list off some of the things that you cover particularly in your tiktok that has like you know just i love the way you tell um and share information you know it's really palatable it's really digestible it's really grounded and especially for things that do not feel necessarily accessible or grounded. And I just appreciate that so much. And some of the things that you can find um, on the JK ultra um, uh, TikTok account is like a series of different things. So you don't just like throw one thing up, you do like a whole breakdown and you also do lives, which is really helpful for people. But some of the, like the topics that I just off the bat, we've got, There's stuff about CERN, Uh, (laughs) Aries, the Soul series, which has been really impactful. Um, Timelines of the future, that one, um, even talking about like cryptids and things. But the one that got me recently where I have like chills right now. um, Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God, I need to watch that again. Was like the Isaac Newton um, apocalypse calculations. What? I mean, I want to, like, that was mind blowing. What the heck? Like, what the heck? Um, And I'm just like, okay, there are so many things we could cover, but I really want to
1: just like, what do you want to talk about today? Is there anything that's been like blowing? I'm down to talk about anything, but on the Newton thing, the thing that really blows my mind about the Sir Isaac Newton thing is that. I've kind of had, like, a little bit of beef with him Mm -hmm. because of Newtonian physics, like, really just diminishing everyone's experiences, you know? Yes. (laughs) But then to really dig into him and his life, you're like, oh, just like everything else. Yeah. That's not what actually happened. That wasn't actually – so this person who is seen as, like, the godfather of modern science – Was actually an alchemist, a devout (laughs) Christian, like obsessed with God, you know? So like all of these things, he actually, in some of those papers, makes fun of scientists who don't believe in God. Wow. So, which is crazy because he's literally used in that division of like spirituality and science. He's Mm -hmm. used to divide it and he actually was not that way in his life at all. Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah, ma I mean like are we surprised that these parts of him would be eradicated from history? I, I mean, I'm not surprised. But I think there was such mm-hmm. a like like learning about these things and about his like his original works and 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 just oh my goodness, it's just like there was almost like a weird calm in my chest like after and I think that's why I kept watching because I was like I need to rewatch cuz I, I really want to retain this you know, Um, we get so bamboozled by information that separates us. And so, so right. So sometimes when I see something that's like um, pulls me back together again, I'm like, I need to like watch that again and again, just so it really, like, I don't lose the feeling, which is wild.
1: And I appreciate what you said about me presenting the information in a grounded way, because as we know, you know, TikTok is not a great place for people's mental health. No. And I've seen, you know, people suffering mentally more than ever before in such a quick time frame. And it's like, I mean, obviously these last few weeks we've seen so much mental health issues (laughs) on TikTok. And it's also had me reflecting a lot because I know that I'm grounded for the information, because I've already been scared to shit a long time ago, you know? Right. Like, I've already been, you know, I was attacked by a reptilian when I first started getting into all this. So I was, I already had my, like, freaked out, right? you know? right. And not saying that that's what's happening with all of these people. But I do know that sometimes if people are in a susceptible state, right. uh, the information. So I've been, like, really cautious lately. I did have a friend reach out and... I would talk to her about it. And she's like, trust me, I was in that state two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Your information didn't trigger me. Right. And I was like, okay, I feel good with that. But it definitely going forward. I just want to be like a little bit more mindful to kind of add a little bit of more, a little more reality in there. Yes. Because also when I read the comments, I realized that sometimes people misinterpret, obviously, because it goes into their own story. Right. So a lot of times if people, it might not even be exactly what I'm sharing, that's what people are taking. So it's definitely made me mindful of stuff in these last couple weeks, you know? Yeah. Because even with a lot of the episodes that people have had on TikTok, it involves, say, the second coming of Christ, which is kind mm. of like a go-to in manic episodes. Right. And then a lot of my stuff deals with that in a different sense. So that's, I think, what it had me reflecting on. Because even that Sir Isaac Newton thing is about, like, the second coming of Christ. Right. Which people listening can't see that I'm doing the quotes. Right. With fingers. <laughs> yeah. Because it's really, you know, what I believe is, like, humanity reaching Christ consciousness, which would be, like, you know, unity right. consciousness and, right. you know. Well,
0: I think, you know, the other thing that people don't really talk about, you know, and I'm seeing it, it's, it's like, when I – so I always – like i've had different moments of waking up in my life based on like different circumstance but like in 2012 i had a complete like mental health breakdown like i completely had a mental health crisis and i um had visions in of new mexico and i went and i completely lost my mind and um and had what some would thought, thought i was like just i was done and i realize now in hindsight that i was having a spiritual awakening and um a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people are waking up so rapidly and i think mm-hmm. that's also the spike in um like these manic or mental health episodes is because it's like they're having these like intense wa- awakenings and there's no grounding and mm-hmm. there's no support for, um, you know, yes, there are people like me or other kind of healers or readers that are, you know, that's part of our job and why we're here and why maybe we went through it years ago mm-hmm. is so we can hold the space now, but actually like, there's not a lot of people talking about it. And then again, with the, I love social media but i also have like this the, it's terrifies me in the sense that like you know there's also a lot of misinformation or people that feed off of other people's crises and um so it gives people like me a bad rap or mm-hmm. um or they automatically assume like if you following is giant you're legit and that is the biggest mm-hmm. bs i've ever seen like even on instagram like i'm you know i'm up in the 30 like thousands or whatever now, but that was all organic, you know? Um, TikTok, I have like 5,000 and people just like dismiss me,
1: you know, which is insane. Because so yeah, like, I'm
0: just like, okay, okay, dismiss me. Like, it's cool. It keeps me away from the drama of like witch yeah. talk and like, also but also at the same time, it is, it
1: is kind of a protection too, because like, you're not really like doing the same type of stuff that's on TikTok. So right. it is good. Like there is sometimes maybe like Things that aren't working in a certain direction for us sometimes are for our own best good. Mm -hmm. But it is frustrating when you have a bunch of like, and I don't like, everyone's at different stages. But sometimes it's frustrating when there's people who are kind of, and we all know we've been there. Like a teenager, when you first learn something, you're super confident because you just learned it and you haven't had a chance to find out you could be wrong. totally and you're demanding
0: like you're demanding i i always i was talking to a friend of mine about this it was like some of these youngins that have um not much life experience but are demanding to be respected like an elder because they read something or they heard something somewhere and it's just like doesn't work like that um and then also like you have four i mean i just like 487,000 followers on TikTok. Like, that's a lot of so pressure. Fast. And like, it was so fast. It was so fast. <laughs> but it, what was it that went like, was it a particular video that went viral
1: for you? Or? So I start, I did a TikTok challenge with my friend. I had been stopping smoking. You know, I've been a weed smoker most of my life, like 20 something years. So like really since I was a kid. And um, I've been like kind of on this journey of like changing my relationship with it and stopping and then I did spoke one day and I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if we started TikToks? <laughs> and we just like, me and my friends were all like, let's do a TikTok challenge. <laughs> and then it just was like, we, I, we agreed to post for 30 days. I'm the only one that did actually post for 30 days. <laughs> but in those 30 days, it like completely... So I think you know it was just like the flow of everything. A lot of things had just been like cleansed from my life right before, <laughs> my relationship, my everything, my whole plan of what I had going on had been like ripped away months earlier. Yeah. So I feel like maybe there was the place for it. Yes. And it started with like, I was posting about um, the Epstein stuff a little bit and the Maxwell case. Yeah. And then I did JonBenet and that like blew up because you know, it's so juicy. Yeah. And then the apocalypse series. So when I did the apocalypse series, that was what like crossed over into like, you know, it was just so fast. Yeah. That one, you know, so that was about like my personal experience, partly mixed into this information. It was really the unveiling of information that I found out about, like, say the antichrist or whatever. Wow. And, you know, so (laughs) I was telling this story through many episodes. The crazy part is that I posted that without realizing on February 5th until people were re- saying like, oh, this is what you said the Antichrist birthday is. I had so <sighs> lost track of time with the 30 days, but I posted it on the day that it said, and I was like, oh my God. And then I like consult with the Akashic Records for like everything for like TikTok, mm-hmm. especially the series, just because I don't know, you know, there's a lot of sensational information yeah. and I really don't. Even though obviously that stuff kills, I have people who post basically kind of the same thing that I just said in a sensational way. And their stuff like goes crazy. And I'm like, you know, like those views and that backlash is like not worth it. I'm not going to sensationalize information. Mm -hmm. because also it's terrible. You get a lot of views. It's like horrible. Like you're literally getting attacked all day. So if you stay in this like range of like your followers, Mm -hmm. it's really nice the feedback. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to say the. So I asked the records, like what is meant need to be shared Mm -hmm. and like, what do I not say? And with that apocalypse series, I meditated and I felt like my guides were like, pull the reins pull the reins now and I had to like abruptly stop that series because yeah. they gave me like the reverse judgment card and they're like there's going to be consequences to giving people information that they're not ready for and yeah. I got that like message really intensely and I was like "Ooh, I better do a new earth series really quick and <laughs> cancel this out
0: <laughs> no it's true it's true and that's the thing I, and I think I like I relate to that so much where in this place of i um i stopped just doing like predictions and things and and because in all like in this particular way like especially just like general public stuff i'll do like an oracle read for the week which is different to me it's just about like accessing the energy but i um but i've also stopped just like i'm like i'm not willy-nilly giving advice to anyone or like tuning in or tapping in um Mm -hmm unless they ask for it and they're ready. And there's like a difference between people just willy nilly wanting stuff. Um, Because when you tell anyone anything that they're not ready for, you become a target or for like, like, and, and also their triggers, right? Like um, it's a, it's a big responsibility. And I think the sensationalism annoys the shit out of me on TikTok, but and on Instagram too, because I see a lot of, uh, people who are self proclaimed like healers and readers that do that tactic. And it's like a fucked up marketing tactic. Like, I find like, I'm like, this is like a fucked up, like urgency, scary, like marketing tactic that you're doing to get people riled up. And it's like that whole like, att- any attention is attention. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. So, but I, but you're dealing
1: with energetic.
0: Yeah. Well that and like I don't know, I I like watching your videos because I, of course I just like I said like the way you share the information but also I equate it. Now this is me dating myself is I'm talk about <laughs> watching your videos reminds me of how excited and um, I was to get the mysteries of the unknown time life books. Um, do you remember those in the 80s? I'm I'm older, so I just, like, I remember being obsessed with those, and, like, I would just, like, take them in, and no one was cramming information, but each book was a different subject. Do you oh remember that gosh. series? No, I don't.
1: They sound awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So they were this series. They are black, like, faux leather-bound books, and, like, each one was, like, one would be, like, on Aliens or Mystery Whoa. Places Power places, psychic ESP. Like it was a whole series that they would advertise, like late night TV that you could buy. And I remember begging for them when I was like eight. I was like, please, please, please. <laughs> and now, as an adult, sometimes like I'll find them thrifting. And um, oh my god, gotta. Cool. I'll you know I'll find the link to show you like what they look because I feel like watching your videos reminds me of those books.
1: So
0: I yeah I'm like I just so people have
1: myself. commented that watching my TikToks is like watching the history channel late at night too. Yes. So it's funny that it has that like same vibe.
0: It's the same vibe, but it's so exciting because there's so much stuff out there now that everyone talks about angels and this and that and I'm just like ugh ugh boring give me family guy give me the simpsons like i don't care people are always like but you're so like into all this stuff and you've been for so long i go yeah but like i don't want to hear some regurgitated bs that people aren't really actually caring about they're just saying it to get views
1: Mm -hmm. you know and to, you know uh i think also with my stuff is because I'm not channeling any of the information, whereas a lot of people who are giving similar information are channeling it. Right. um, Or, you know, allegedly channeling it, whatever. Uh, But mine is always straight from the book, which also I feel like a bit of a responsibility to do, you know, because, you know, I mean, you know how much I love Dolores Cannon. And TikTok can't stand Dolores Cannon. Right. I don't blame them because people say crazy stuff that she never said. Right. The things that I've heard Dolores Cannon say on TikTok is crazy because I've read like 15 of her books. And I'm like, I highly doubt that, that all that stuff is in the two books I haven't read.
0: <laughs> for, for anyone that doesn't know who Dolores Cannon is, can you just quick, can you kind of summarize a little bit of what, what her contribution is?
1: So she is a, um, she was a hypnotist. She created this style of hypnosis called QHHT, Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique, and it's basically like a a different style of hypnosis where you do experience mostly a past life when you first go under, but the past life is kind of just a transition to get to your higher self. Mm -hmm. Then it regresses you basically to the spirit world, so after that you move through the death to the spirit world. And then what makes it different than other hypnosis is that you go to the session with a list of questions and then they ask your higher self the questions, um, which is amazing. I actually, I'm trained in it. I just don't do it. Yeah, I don't really do it on people. I only do it on like personal situations. Whoa. Um, Like, I want to do that. Let's do it. Yeah. I haven't done it in a while because I've been so kind of distracted with everything going on, but I want to start getting back into it. And a lot of the people that I've done are similar to you in the way that they have abilities and they're already like doing the work. It's not like kind of random, you know? So everyone that I've done it on has also been someone that I know it's like going to benefit the whole situation because they're going to get something out of it. Um, But it's really amazing. And back to what you started with when I did my hypnosis, um, one of the questions that I had asked Well, the guy asked while I was under is um, like about the alien experience that my family had. They told me that I wasn't allowed to know. They said I did go on the ship. Me and one other sibling went on the ship and they can't say what happened exactly. Mm. They kind of showed me this like story that's in one of these Dolores Cannon books where basically these like seven-year-old girls, their souls got switched out because they picked too messed up of a family and they didn't want to stay. So an alien soul went in. So I kind of saw that story in my head, but I was kind of like, uh, no, I wasn't like fully receptive to the information at the moment. And I was like, oh, that was just a story that I read. And then um, he asked, well, what was the purpose of the experience? Mm. And what the, what's amazing because it goes back to what you literally said in the beginning of this is that like the reason I had that experience and remember it is because I was going to be a validator for other people who have these experiences that from a young age, I would never have doubted anyone. And they right. said also people have alien experiences and they're real and I'm going to validate those people. And then at the same time, there's a lot of people who are aliens and yes. those people need to be validated. Yes. Um, so that was really awesome because I've definitely I'm definitely one of those people who have heard a lot of people's experiences. Yeah. Um, because they know it's like a place, but I'm like, trust me, you can't freak me out. I've heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh,
0: well, and it's also it's really scary to like talk about those things. And um, I don't honestly not sober. I never talked about it sober. And I will say, yeah, I mean from what I can remember, the only other time I had talked about alien experiences, I remember quickly feeling afraid, and I think it was a kid. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: And also, um, from my experiences, anytime I would go um, up into the ships or whatever, like, uh, I would, part of my, in my hypnosis, because I would have missing pieces of time. One of the things that came through in my hypnosis was that, um, they purposely gave me, made me forget. So I would stop drawing things and drawing attention to it. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, so that was why the missing things, you know, and, um, but yeah, I think you were probably the first person I openly and sober talked about, uh, those. And I wasn't wow. sober yet at the time, either like fully, like I, I, but Um, I was definitely like in route to that. And I I think also that was the same time I actually had a visitation. Um, uh, It was like the last visitation that I remember that wasn't telepathic, but it was actually in like in the physical. I was, yeah, I had like come back from New Mexico from my mental breakdown. And (laughs) I had been like staying in different places. I had made my first deck. And um, so this was actually... 2013. And was it 2013? Yeah, 2013. And I was saying I was subletting a place in Hollywood. And um, I would just kind of woke up randomly in the middle of the night. And there was like this little green orb that had the flight pattern of a hummingbird. And it flew in through the window. And where I was staying, like, there is no way light could get up there. Like there was no track, like there was no like street and it came in. And then I thought, am I dreaming? And then it was like, again, like a hummingbird, it was hovering in front of my face. And the moment I like consciously acknowledged it, it dropped, it went straight down into the floor and it disappeared. And then I woke up fully and I was like, what was that? And then there was an earthquake. Oh my gosh. What's crazy about this is I kind of just was like, okay, I'm going to put that in the back of my mind. Only last year I was having a conversation with um, a friend at another friend's house. And we had figured out, first of all, she is Wampanoag and so I'm part Wampanoag. She's part Wampanoag, right? Our families are from different kind of ends of the tribe, but She lives in L.A. and she was we were just chit chatting and she goes, I remember that night. And she looks at her husband and goes, remember when we were camping in Malibu and we saw the ship and we saw that man fully clothed in the water? And because they remembered because of the earthquake. So we saw the same like we had both had an experience. They were camping. And that was the same night that I saw the thing, the beacon or wow. whatever it was. It felt like it was like checking on me.
1: Wow. And there's <laughs> so much connection with aliens and tribes. Right. Like so right. much yes. of the lore is literally alien stories that match up with now all the stuff that people kind of channel and new age stuff. They're literally getting the same exact stories.
0: Yeah. Yeah. From
1: different sources.
0: The star people. So, Mm -hmm. and when I was little, I used to, that was my origin story was that my parents were from two different places and that Mm -hmm. like, they went to the sky to have me.
1: Wow.
0: So that was the little kid story because I always felt so fucking weird and different. And I would have dreams about my friends who were in other places. Turns out those dreams were actually me traveling, like going to see them. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a wild ride, like all of that stuff. And, and yeah, you were the first person. So just to, you know, bring that back.
1: Inside. Oh, I love that. I seriously do because it's like, you know, only like in the last couple of months have I really like felt in my purpose, you know, yeah. like it's just really, and it's so random because I never even thought I was going to make a TikTok. Like that sounds so yeah. ridiculous to me, you know, yes. <laughs> But I didn't realize that it was gonna be basically like this, you know, space where kind of anything can like happen. Right. And it's like a like it did, which is why I block people really easily. Yeah. Because I want people to be able to like be in the comments and be like, oh my god, this happened to me. Right. As opposed to like someone saying that and being like, oh, what happened to you? Like, oh don't don't disrespect people in my comments. Right. <laughs> What do you think, what is, like, something,
0: I'm sure you get requests, but, like, is there is there something that, like, people have been requesting, like, that they
1: want to hear more about, or is there a particular video-wise. subject? What is it? So, so like, video-wise, the, ones, yeah. the one thing I keep getting a request for, I won't do, and it's interesting because you and I have kind of talked about it a little bit before, um, my ex getting possessed. Like, I had kind of said it offhanded, and ever since then, people are like, you got to tell us this story. And, you know, (laughs) it is scary. It is a horror movie. Like, I also know that like you can absorb fear because I've absorbed fear from people before. Um, like I've been watching people online. The whole reason I even got like super, it probably was helpful to me the information. Um, at, but at the time it really scared me. Uh, So I've always been careful to like kind of post about anything that's too, too scary because I know that sometimes it can like literally like penetrate you and you can't let go of the fear from that video, you know, because I've had that with like online spiritual people. I've literally like ate their fear.
0: Yeah. And they send things through people. It's like the same thing when people are like, oh, can you do readings virtually or like or through, you know, virtual or on the phone? I'm like, Absolutely. And uh, why would you not think that that wouldn't come through when you're watching videos about stuff, whether it's um, TikToks or a movie or whatever? Like there's a lot of there's an energy attached to it. It can come through and, you know, come to you. So you have to constantly mm-hmm. think that's something people need to be doing more is understanding, like, concept of cleansing their digital spaces um, and what they're mm-hmm. watching. And I think there's also the people get too wrapped up in worrying about like offending someone if they unfollow or they mute them. And I think there has to be more um, just compassion for taking certain
1: breaks or filtering
0: certain things out. Um, Yeah. And compassion for
1: everything, honestly. Like, come on. We're, you know, we're around before this digital age. And it's like people, everyone has made mistakes. It's very, and I like, I don't like the generational weird corny stuff Of between generations. But the younger generation, you know, they do, they haven't had enough opportunities to mess up yet. There's plenty of them and they will because we all do. And I have sympathy for them because a lot of the younger generation with the cancel culture stuff, it's kind of like there's zero compassion. Yeah. And the reality of it is, you know, it's coming a lot of times from people who maybe, haven't had the life experience yet to do something to hurt another person. You know, you hurt people in relationships, you hurt people through addiction, you hurt people through self-sabotaging. That's all like human nature. And I think that's kind of a big gap between the generations that I see is like, well, it's easy when you're 20 years old to say those things, because have you been in a relationship to break someone's heart? Have you been in an opportunity to, you know, maybe have to make a decision and you don't make the right one. Right. You know? So it's like or what's even worse is that most of this cancel culture is really just about like I would use different words than that, which what? is completely like right. insane to me. It's also it's like, like because-
0: elitist and and it's like elitist and weird classist too. It's like when people like um like also get like on their high horse about like spelling and like weird shit and like, you know, oh just like I'm like can you just like take a beat and like, let people just be human for a moment. And like, obviously you're not like supporting heinous behavior, but you have to give people wiggle room to Mm -hmm. grow and not be so ashamed that they just actually just stunt and go within themselves, or they actually go the opposite direction because there's the fear of just being misunderstood and like, person like ridiculed or sacrificed in a sense like uh,
1: yeah and that's the thing too is that you know a lot of people you know the heinous things are not going to get stopped by cancel culture because heinous people don't give a crap you know exactly so that's the other thing too is that the only people who really do get taken down by it are probably were actually okay people who were just ignorant you know, right. Because an actual bad person doesn't really care if you don't like them. They're just gonna lean into it even more. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or like fight they have they've already they'll justify it however they want. Like, you know? yeah,
1: you're not really doing much, you know, by um And that's difficult too to be in that position. I definitely feel for people a lot because we know TikTok loves to tear a woman down. Oh, like, God. oh, my God, at least once a week, a woman with a larger following must be publicly hung at like, right, right, right. Like, it's yeah. it's really, it's unbelievable. It's crazy that, like, people aren't really allowed to, like, be wrong. And it's okay. Like, the other thing, too, is that the more that I learn about all different types of spirituality, they're all right. Yeah. Everybody's pretty much right. You know, it's everyone saying the same thing just in different ways. So a lot of the undermining of other people is bizarre to me too.
0: Well, and just like the, I know better than you stuff is really just like, it's, it's, it's a little bit awful, you know? Um, But, you know, with all of that and like, I don't know, I just feel like there's every week there's something like new drama. Um, What I would say, gosh, I'm just like, There's so many things we could talk about. Um.
1: I have a question for you. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about the hybrid thing? Because I hear so much divided information about it. And I know how I feel only personally, but a lot of people disagree with how I feel, which is, you know, the gray human hybrid stuff that's probably happening.
0: Oh, I think there are hybrids. Are you kidding me? Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, absolutely. I think that... Partially because they couldn't, you know, they're, they're, I definitely, I don't know about the weird, like filler people. I don't know if I, you know,
1: like there's like, what did they call them? The NPCs, them? <laughs> yeah, the NPCs like, and the backdrop people. Yeah, like, yeah. Um.
0: But I, I definitely feel like there are uh hybrid people, but I also think they've been here so much longer than we know. And also didn't they recently discover a species of humans that weren't like, they've not never found before. Didn't you see
1: that? Did mm-hmm. you see that? Um, Well, I was looking last night into Bigfoot stuff and apparently they have Bigfoot DNA is like a hominid, but I don't know. There could be another type.
0: No, they're recently, they just unearthed another humanoid or what they think to be a humanoid, but they've never found this DNA before. So they're like, oh, there's another type of person. I'm like, I don't think you guys realize
1: that it's not a person or like, um, yeah. And it's funny. And you know, exactly what we think is people. is right. not really people. Our definition of people is what's wrong.
0: <laughs> right, And I think those those hybrids have been around for a lot longer uh, and integrated mm-hmm. so well into society. But I think that also is why a lot of um, I think that's why we have a lot of uh, this is just my opinion. Don't come for me. Um, (laughs) but I think that's why there's a lot of things like certain autoimmune stuff and things like that, because I don't think the human body or the hybrid body can handle certain things that the humans are like Mm -hmm. doing for themselves. Um, I definitely think I'm part, uh, I you know, I don't think I'm, I definitely am part of this earth, but I definitely think I have other stuff. And also only because I've been doing this like kind of genetic um exploration for so long because I didn't know who my biological father was. There was such mystery around it. And um I've done multiple different like you know, I did Ancestry 23 of me, I did genome, genome link and these ancient uh mm-hmm. they're like ancient DNA tests. And then I did the food DNA one because I like didn't know my biological father until I was 41. I'm wow. 45 now. Um and I still have a bunch of stuff that comes up unknown wow yeah i still have percentages that come up like like unassigned this is unassigned
1: so interesting
0: yeah and just like um you know i just think it's been they're here they've been here they've been integrating for a while i mean i used to joke with my mom did you get abducted and that's why you can't remember and you know she was a partier Cause, and I wouldn't be surprised cause she blacked out. Right. But, um, <laughs> a lot, but you know, I definitely feel like, uh, one of the things that I used to see when I was a kid, when I would go up on the ships is I, I would see classrooms mm-hmm. and I would see different rooms of kids at different ages. And I started to age out, um, is what I realized at certain points. Cause I was like, why have they been gone for so long? Um, I remember my last kind of uh, encounter was around seven, eight years old. And then after that they were gone and I didn't, it it took me to the hypnosis uh, recently to understand what it was. But um, at eight years old, I uh, like, I kept seeing them like um, we would learn things and it would be like projected in the air, like digitally. Mm -hmm. And there was different rooms. And there was a, like, um, I I also saw, like, a a control room with, like, a big vat, like, a purple vat of water, like, pool. And then there would just be different types of things um, going on. And we would be downloading, like, their information and then sharing kind of what we knew back, but without speaking. Um, Wow. Yeah, it was really bizarre. And then I got, when I was eight, I got, I fell into like the worst and first depression that I had ever experienced as in this life, um, where I didn't want to be here anymore. I wanted to die and it was really intense. Like at eight years old wanting to leave, like I wanted to. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I know now in hindsight that it was that I always used to think my abandonment wound was from not knowing who my father was. But through the hypnosis, I was like, oh, no, it was from the, when they left.
1: Wow. Was,
0: and uh, because I was like, they're my people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because it was it just seemed so horrible. Like, why would I have to be in this particular family and life that I was in? And um, and they left anyway, and it was that my abandonment mood actually came from them leaving. And um, I know it's a long-winded way of saying I believe in hybrids because I think I am definitely connected, not fully. Yeah. But obviously, I have to be part of here to be connected to this realm, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. but I also think that there's more and more of them becoming more obvious. Uh, as we move through these times and how rapid things are happening. You know, the oh time. Oh my God, so
1: fast. So it's fast. It's great. Mm-hmm. So in the Dolores Canyon, Three Waves of Volunteers and the New Earth books, there's a lot of stories that are very similar to the story you just told about mm-hmm. early on experiences and then through hypnosis, realizing that the abandonment feelings that they felt was actually because of like their star family stopped visiting after a certain age. <laughs> and they hadn't remembered it at all. Mm-hmm. And there's so many of those types of like early age experiences. Right. Um, and there's obviously like reasons why that needs to happen, you know, mm-hmm. because basically they're preparing the person, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, what's interesting too is because always people would always talk about Atlantis and having abandonment wounds mm-hmm. from Atlantis, and I never connected to like I, I think Atlantis is Atlantis is cool, but it was never like ah oh, yeah that's it that's it it was because when I think of Atlantis, I have memories. Um, and I had this through hypnosis as well. I have memories of not being in Atlantis, but observing from a wow. higher perspective. Like I was in a God realm, not that I'm a God, wow. but, you know, I was, yeah. I call it a God realm because it was like somewhere like with this all seeing eye vision and I could see, and I remember I had, um, I, I remember from that perspective, it was, I think, cause I had regressed to my first incarnation in this session. Wow. And I saw myself as this embodiment of a being, but I was huge. I was not like a human. I was like mm-hmm. in between, I was like an avatar or something, but I was watching the humans fuck themselves up. And I just remember be- being like in that perspective. Cause I was like, that's why wow. I'm um, not at all. Um, but I remember watching it fall.
1: Wow. That's amazing. And that's like, yeah, I feel like, You're right. A lot of people do kind of like, they talk about Atlantis a lot and I think a lot of people here were, but like same, I think Atlantis is cool. I find it interesting. I like to read about it, but I don't feel like very like personally connected to it.
0: Right. Like I don't
1: think that I was there for it, you know?
0: No, definitely. I mean, I was like, I wasn't there. I can relate, I can, I can relate to the story and the Mm connection. I don't feel connected to it. And, um, you know and it's interesting like i really hope i mean this is just again my own personal like i hope this is my last human incarnation um i just really want to be in another place and i like i not you know human suffering is um the pits and humans i think there's a beauty in this existence but there's also a lot of like just stuff that i'm like i i can be of service like somewhere
1: else <laughs> Hmm. but you know i'm a big believer of the new earth and all this stuff right. and I, well there's a reason why we're all here right now you i know? Agree.
0: no definitely and oh maybe we can talk about this before we go because i i love this the the predictions of this time of like peace right can we talk about that because there's all these like I, there's so much destruction and pain and fear and like hell on earth stuff that feels so like, um like no wonder so many people are feeling just like completely disempowered. Can you just touch on like some of those predictions that do talk about
1: this next like wave of peace on earth? Mm-hmm. And it's actually every single one of the apocalypse predictions does have this. It's just not the part that obviously gets focused on or sensationalized. Even the Bible mm-hmm. says that there's going to be like a thousand years of this new earth it literally says a new heaven and a new earth mm. and what is the heaven you know that's also two other dimensions and what i've been learning about with dimensions as i get deeper into understanding them now i realize why they say stuff like as above so below mm-hmm. and inner earth and space and i'm wondering are these things actually what they are or is it literally just we're all in the same place in this dimension using the same space so what we appear as above yeah. is actually just a higher dimension. It's not a physical place h- right. here. And then the same thing with like even inner earth stuff. I, I do believe in the inner earth stuff, but then it makes me think like, is it just a different dimensional frequency that feels below us?
0: Oh, I love that. Well, that's so in alignment, right, with the netaru with the ancient Egyptians, and there are different cosmologies, right? Because you have the like cosmic beings and you have like the earthly realms, you have the duat, which is the underworld and death. They're all di- that makes so much that, I could see that also being dimensional, right? And especially with okay. the Egyptians, all of their temples were meant to be a mirror reflection of what was going on in the other realms, mm-hmm. right? So- <laughs> but it makes sense that it would be different dimensions.
1: And then that goes to, to this like kind of new earth idea, which of course I only just realized because I didn't grow up in a Christian environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like raised Catholic, but you know, people are raised Catholic. I didn't realize we're totally not like other Christians. Like right. I was like, Oh, I didn't take it that seriously. We never right. talked about the rapture. I didn't learn about the rapture until I was an adult. You know, right. we're kind of Christian. Catholics are kind of focused on, like, the birth of Jesus, Moses. Right. But, like, aside from that, I didn't know that the world was, like, ending. I never learned that in church. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't realize, too, that there was so many parallels when I did start learning about dimensions and the new earth and things like that. I didn't realize there were so many parallels until I really looked in. And so all of these things basically prophesize that this, like, apocalypse time, and when you look at the definition of apocalypse, it doesn't mean the end of the world. It means the unveiling of information. So it's going to look like an apocalypse to the people that are in charge, because it'll be the end of their systems. Their systems will end. But actually, and I also, you know, the biggest difference between like, say the new earth and the rapture, which I've had to talk about a lot recently, just because of how things are going on TikTok. (laughs) But it was actually good for me to like, have to say those things because I never really had to think about it. Obviously with the rapture, it's like God or Jesus's choice. What happens to you Mm -hmm. in the new earth? You basically can create the future that you want to live in, but we really do need to make the commitment now here Mm -hmm. in this third dimension. And we need to do the work really on our bodies and on our environment and how we live life in order to like really pull in anchor that future Because we could all end up in different futures, you know? I mean, aren't you already seeing that? I'm already seeing that. It is. I know. And what's sad is that a lot of the people who are kind of calling in maybe like a new world order as opposed to like a new earth, a lot of those people are actually aware of what's going on. It's just that they're not doing the inner work of like, the thing is you could know all the information about all the conspiracies and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. and you could know like, oh my God, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. At the end of the day, you know, you have to do it from inside of your body. You have to heal your trauma. You have to forgive. I know we don't want to forgive. I know. Don't tell the person you forgave them, but in your heart, you need to forgive because people get
0: so upset when you say, bring up forgiveness. I mean, I've brought it up on my Instagram or, and and like, and i apply it to myself. I always tell people like, this is for me. I'm not telling you what to do. And the people that get triggered about forgiveness be like, don't tell me what
1: to do. Yeah. Like, And, I'm and like, I've been there myself, you know? Yeah. I remember first time I went to a healer, I didn't tell him anything about my personal life. We did, you know, it was kind of like a mix of Reiki and massage And then afterwards, you know, I didn't tell him anything about my life story. Immediately after, he was like, you have to forgive this person and this person. You're holding it. He knew the two specific people, my relationship with them, what happened to them. He's like, I can literally see it in your body. Like these two people. And I was like, well, you don't know what they did. You you know, like right away, that was my initial reaction. It probably took me like five or six years to really get comfortable with that idea. So I think that's the other thing, too people, they feel like they don't have a lot of time right now. So I think that's why people are really, you know, fast tracking a lot of spiritual stuff and forgiveness needs to, because if you start doing the other stuff without forgiveness, you're calling in this unhealed energies towards yourself, you know? So I feel like that's a lot of what it is too, is if we really want this like perfect golden age, the difference is going to be trauma. Because yeah. the reason that this whole entire matrix exists and operates this way is because we're all freaking traumatized Oh gosh, yeah. and unhealed. So in the future, if we have healed ourselves of trauma, it's easier to raise a generation. So even aside from the dimensional stuff, yeah. we can do it regular through the real f- physical 3D way. You yeah. heal yourself. You raise people around you. You help other people heal themselves. Yes. And people grow up in a world where you know they're not wondering why when they're 40 like damn i just realized i'm this way because my parents used to make me feel this way (laughs) wow gosh
0: i could talk to you all day i know thank you so much um, for like just spending the morning here talking to me about all of this amazing stuff i uh i definitely uh want to follow up with you even talk about possession because yes.
1: I've got some experience. Lately. I know I've been dying to talk to you about okay. it. <laughs> um, so um, we should also do one on, on my TikTok. We'll do a live too. I would
0: love that. That
1: would be, be amazing. Fun.
0: Yes. And I got to talk to you about the uh, QHHT, but, but where can people find you? I will leave, I'm going to leave all of your information in the show notes as well, but just, just so people, uh, if they want to find you either on TikTok or Instagram,
1: can you just share that? Sure. um so it's jK underscore ultra on TikTok. Uh my Instagram is jennifer c e e. um I have to change that to like jK Ultra, but all of the JK Ultra things are taken. Um, and my YouTube, my YouTube is also JK Ultra. So I have all of my series, the Apocalypse series, the Earthship series. I'm getting my Mandela series up.
0: Amazing. so it's just-
1: easier to watch them all together, as opposed to scrolling through hundreds of videos on TikTok. So they're all compiled together. So if you want to hear about the apocalypse and the New World stuff, I have a whole hours of information on there.
0: Amazing. All right. Thank you so much again. And thank you everyone for listening. I hope my next episode is uh, not that far off in the future. Uh, Just be good to each other and blessed be.